welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the only podcast that you need to ever listen to. This is the only media that you ever need because we talk about everything in the news, at least the important stuff that matters to us. And <laughs> this is Jaren. And this is TJ. I was about to say your co-host, Jaren. I mean, should we be calling ourselves like co-hosts? Like, should we introduce ourselves like that? For what? who's listening whoever's listening they know what it is they know it's two of us i don't know know, man i just told you i've been prepping and stuff i'm feeling very professional right now so i guess i feel that's dope to be like (laughs) so (laughs) the titles and everything nah nah dog you you're going too corporate now dog just 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 keep it as it is you know what i'm saying if we were doing a, a news publication or doing a magazine or something like that we'll let them write the co-host the father the the son the uh the the podcaster yeah <laughs> the father the son and the holy co-host <laughs> <laughs> right right father son and the holy co-host that was that was pretty good so um we'll let them do that we'll let them come up with all the monikers and the comparisons and the nicknames and all the labels we'll let them do that we just got to say our name dog i just want people to know who i am uh, okay well uh and as always um i have to remind you uh this is not a podcast about cigars but i do smoke a cigar every time and the cigar i'm smoking today is the cane daytona i've had this before it's made by the oliva family and um kind of a little peppery cigar but i got them on sale so i'm gonna smoke this one today got it i like pepper i put pepper on a lot of shit so that's (laughs) what this is like yeah that's what's up that's what's up and uh i'm drinking some water because we're recording in the morning today and i gotta keep that water up trying to hit that gallon baby trying to hit that gallon yeah i got my water too so mine's infused with a little cucumber oh i'm just drinking plain sparklets water bro so um last time we talked man um or was it last time i don't know but we talked before we always talk about the school shootings and stuff yeah uh, i think it was last show you got it it was last show and I was thinking that, uh, man, that was something I had forgot to say or I wish I had said. So I wanted to say it now um, instead of talking about what I did this week. That was Corporate Street. And so I was thinking how how much media attention these, these school shootings and everything are getting. And really how this stuff has been happening in the hood forever, right? Like people have been getting shot in the hood all this time. And this national outcry for these school shootings and mass shootings and wanting this all this gun reform and all that, it's kind of like the heroin epidemic or the outcry about the heroin epidemic. You talking about the recent one or the the initial one? Exactly. Um, The recent one. Okay. So... So recently, there's been this um, ep- this outcry about the heroin epidemic and how it's killing all of our kids and stuff. Oh, and, I know where you're about to go. <laughs> and really, people have been addicted and dying in urban America for decades, not yeah. only due to heroin, but to um, uh, cocaine or well, crack co- cocaine and, you know, yep. just drugs in general, right? Are there any other drugs? I don't know. It's just pretty much just crack and heroin, ain't it? Well, actually, uh, I saw this big thing on on synthetic marijuana uh, in in Illinois just the other day. They said seventy one people in Illinois mm-hmm. uh, had severe bleeding 
Um, and it was all linked to this synthetic marijuana. I was like, damn, 71 in that one state? Right. Just like that, same right. time? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But and so, other than that, though, I think the big ones are heroin, crack, cocaine, and everything else is just kind of falls under. Oh, that. you got you got the um, that synthetic one. What's it called? Um, like from uh, uh, the shit they make in 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 people's basketball. Oh, meth, cars meth, meth, meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reason I can't go get damn Sudafed and not have to show my ID. That shit's crazy. <laughs> so so people have been dying in the hood, in the alleys, um, you know, on the corners in the hood for decades. Um, over drugs, right? Yeah. But when heroin hits the foyers of suburban homes, now yeah. it's an issue. So and they mad late too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It, it had to hit some 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 high uh, some high level people. Like it had to hit a couple of um, politicians. You know, it had to hit home for them. Like their their yeah. kids had to, you know, die or be you know become addicted for it to become a problem and that's now why that's why we hear about it now um but the number i mean so i, I say this is like that because the number of black kids and black people in general that have been killed via guns violence you know in in the urban areas that's been happening forever it has and it's it's and it's, it's kind of crazy to me that now it's like, oh, you mean you got to do something about this gun, this gun violence because of all these mass shootings and, ki- uh, and school shootings. And I'm like, you know, and I said, I thought about that. I was like, man, I'm sure it's at least 50 times more people getting killed in the hood than there is in these mass shootings. And yeah, what I did, I said, yeah, let's go ahead and put this to the test. I'm going to go look it up. So here's some numbers for you. All right. What them stats at? So stat time, baby. It's stat time. <laughs> what is it? What does it go? People lie. Women, yeah, men lie, women men lie, lie. Men lie. Numbers don't. Numbers don't lie. So, well, except for in this case, it kind of did because I because when I, <laughs> when I did research, I saw there was 372 mass shootings, and then there was like 333 mass shootings in 2000. Uh, see, that's not the numbers. That's not the numbers line. That's the people uh, gathering the numbers and also the way. Uh, the numbers are projected right yeah the way that they're gathered and the way that they're used right. those people but see that's man and woman using them so they can be liars so but they the are numbers lying. themselves okay yeah the, the so, numbers themselves do not lie right so let's split it down the middle let's call it 350 350 mass shootings in america in 2015 that came out to 475 people killed in mass shootings so okay. My first question is, just like we asked the last time, what what is defined as a school shooting? What is that's important? What is defined as yeah. a mass shooting? Because if there's 372 mass shootings, but only 475 people were killed, that means are they that's saying damn like, near two one people to being one. killed is considered a mass shooting? Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. obviously each one of these ain't ten people. You know, but, but dog, that's 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 damn near one to one still though. What, yeah. what was the number again? Uh, 372 mass shootings but 475 killed yeah okay so that's not even one to one by the way yeah so they're calling some of these where there were two people killed and then that's called a mass shooting but yeah. that can't even yeah I mean 
I don't I don't know how that comes out. But well, I, I take that back. I take that back. There is for every there is at least one person killed in all of these shootings, but it's it's uh, it's not two. You know what I'm saying? It's not not t- two people don't die every time. Because if it was if it was 372, that'd mean uh, oh. 740. That means 740 people would be dead. So right. So right. Right. So so that means there were 372 shootings. So there yes. might have been a gang of injuries, but there were only 40 475 killed. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. But yeah. we're just talking about kills so, right now. We're talking. We're talking about, about kill. Yeah. So we talk about kill streaks. Let's go. Right. So 475 in 2015. In 2015, in urban areas. So that's where gun violence is a problem. There was 12,979 people killed in 2015. Wait, 12,700? 979. Oh, 979. Okay. That's probably more than the injuries in these mass shootings. Definitely. And so I said that was probably about 50 times more. Well, I was wrong. It was 27 times more. So Damn. there was 27 times more shootings in urban areas than there were in these school or in these mass shootings. Yeah. These so-called mass shootings. Okay. As Brother Malcolm would say, the uh, so-called mass shootings. <laughs> <laughs> he because, does use so-called because there was mass people getting mass brothers and sisters getting shot in your hood. That's what right. Malcolm has to say. He was definitely animated, yo. I've been listening <laughs> to Malcolm X speeches, Jaren. At, uh, I've been interested in Malcolm X, and I was thinking about uh, finding a book, the best book I can find. And I don't know how. It's interesting how this happens. Like, uh, it's interesting how this happens. How you kind of read my mind on certain subjects. That's even what like the Forty Eight Laws of Power mm-hmm. when we did the Powercast. Shout out to the Powercast. Go check that out if you haven't. Uh, whether you want to read Forty Eight Laws of Power or not, go check out our Powercast. But when you came to me with it. I was interested in it and thinking about, you know what? I need to set some time aside to do that. Well, same thing happened with Malcolm X. I'm interested in Malcolm X. I want to learn more about him. And you like, yo, uh, his speeches, you can you can get to his speeches. People recorded those and they basically made whole albums of them joints. Um, told me to check Google Play, went on there and his speeches are right there. So that's been an interesting uh, journey listening to these speeches. And he's very animated, speaks very well. Definitely. Definitely. So, All right, but back back to the school shooting. Twelve thousand nine hundred seventy nine shootings in urban communities. Yeah, yeah. Damn man. And uh, and also in two thousand fifteen, the black homicide. Oh, so that shoot is that just shootings, or do you know the deaths too? Uh, no. This this was this was no. This was the, these were the deaths. Oh, that was the deaths. Got it. Yeah, I don't know how many shootings. I didn't check how many shootings there were. I mean, that didn't matter in this. Yeah, case. it doesn't matter. It, it, I was I was just going murder for murder. Yep, and they blew them out. It's a blowout in the urban areas. And so, in 2015, uh, another stat I found that I found interesting: the black homicide rate for urban areas in Missouri was higher than the total death rate from any cause in New York State. Damn, from any cause, from like so any the people dying from cancer, the people dying from high from blood anything. pressure. <laughs> from anything damn dog like so when they was talking about how uh st louis is like one of the the biggest cities for this stuff to happen like 
basically murder capital or top five in that top five conversation that shit is crazy real yeah man. more deaths yeah then i mean in comparison to anything that happened in new york right wow that's what the stats say man yeah man that's that's wild or i mean here's another way to know that that's real i mean if you if you scroll back to um what was it 2000 not 2000 it was like 97 when or 95 when master p made i'm about it yeah this or the song about it about it he never said my niggas in brooklyn about it about harlem he never never said harlem but he did say st louis Dog, I'll do you one better back in the early, early 90s when DJ Quick made Just Like Compton. Yeah. Bro, St. Louis was in that shit. He, he specifically <laughs> had a story about St. Louis. Dog, he had a verse about St. <laughs> Louis. Like, it warranted a verse. He said a lot of places were just like Compton, but he had a verse for St. Louis. Yeah, man. So, so. that shit's been kind of wild. I didn't realize it was that wild when I was younger. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah, and and I guess the, my whole thing about this is, and we said it before. Uh, I think this is just a matter of a situation that happens um, every day, but doesn't get reported, or it doesn't get a lot of attention. You know, people getting killed every day, um, or like say a little dog might bite somebody every single day, multiple times a day. But if it's a mass shooting. If it's a pit bull that's by somebody, massive coverage. If there's a shooting with a long gun, an AR-15, massive coverage. But if yeah, it's just and by the way, remember, AAR does not stand for assault rifle 15. It's armor light rifle 15. You sure? Just want to just want to clear that up. But but it is an automatic weapon though, like in the military though, right? <laughs> Nah, at nah, least nah, I mean nah, that's nah. that. That at least has to be the case, right? Nah, not at all. Semi-automatic. If you gotta, if you gotta pull the trigger back more than one time to get to get uh multiple shots, that's semi-automatic. If you can hold the trigger and it just fires until the thing goes empty, that's automatic. Hmm. But okay. Anyway, I just want the corporate streets listen to be up on this shit when they talking to their coworkers, are they talking to their friends, are they talking to their homeboys about the situation, and their homeboy, or they friend, or they or they dumbass coworker is talking about, yeah, you know, we got to get rid of these automatic rifle fifteens. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, that happens all the time, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, um, actually, uh, I don't believe that. Plus, I have one, and no, I don't think they should get rid of them. I really like that. <laughs> right. You know what though? <clears throat> it's the the thing is is that um it's it's spun like when, when we're talking about the media, you can spin it any way you want. And like you said, if it's if it's dogs biting people, little dogs, little chihuahuas biting people every day, that's not gonna that's not gonna get people up in arms. That's not gonna tell the story that that certain people uh want to tell, and so they're not gonna report that. But when the Rottweiler does it, these vicious dogs, these animals, they something needs to happen. We shouldn't have these animals as pets. Whatever tells your story is what's going to be reported. And whoever owns that platform to tell that story can tell it how they want. Just think about this. We're talking about these mass shootings and, this, and, and these crimes that happen in urban neighborhoods. Mass shootings, I mean, both of them are bad. 
but obviously the urban neighborhoods are more severe. So what's the what's bigger problem here? Let's be real about it. Like, what is the bigger problem here? The like, bigger problem the is, numbers, though, bro. <laughs> you know, like how can they? How can they ignore that? Yeah, you can't. But just think about this, though. Think about how it's spun. Like when we talk about this stuff that's happening in urban neighborhoods, they call it black on black crime. They're not talking about people dying at the hands of guns. Now, look, uh, if they if they talked about getting rid of all guns because look at all this crime, I wouldn't I still wouldn't be for it. But it would make more sense. They would actually have more ammunition if they use these numbers from, quote unquote, black on black crime, the crime that is happening or the deaths that are happening in the urban neighborhoods. But they're just pushing that off on black people like, oh. Black people are killing each other. What are y'all gonna do about that? And even if y'all they really were, need to do something about and that. And even if they, if even if they were just talking about black people, I mean, let's take what they say. All lives matter, right? So yeah, aren't black people included in all lives? If there's twelve thousand, you know, black and brown people killing each other due to gun violence a year, you know, in in urban areas, shouldn't that be alarming to people who really believe that all lives matter? Yeah, that's that's just how you know that. That's that's a sign that all lives don't matter and they're, they're not keeping the same energy. We'll just leave it at that. They're not keeping the same energy. And I mean, Ice Cube talked about this a long time ago, bro. <laughs> he said that shit in Boys in the Hood. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. That's the answer. Yeah, man. They don't care. That's the answer. They don't know, they don't show. Or they don't care about what's going on in the hood. And so, but so just to answer his question or to uh, address what he said, well, they definitely know, they definitely don't show, and they definitely don't care what goes on in the hood. He said, or so he was giving them the benefit of the doubt, Mister Generous Ice. Well, Cube. I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just addressing his three points. Yep. And he, like you say, he's giving them the benefit of the doubt, but uh, I don't think there's really no benefit. So <laughs> what is a mass shooting? Because we we see here that two people don't die each time, right? It's we injuries. That it's got to be injuries. It's, yeah, and and that might be that but, might be. Well, uh, but I is guess, it mass shooting? Uh, like what's the what what like what's the um like in the vicinity of the area? Like, do you have to be X amount of feet for it to be for you to be included in the mass shooting? You know, I think hit, that's you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Mass shooting versus mass killing or massacre. You know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. So you can call it a mass shooting because people have got. Uh, actually, you know what? Hit us with the definition because do people even have to get shot? Like if I went into a building and I shot rounds, you know what I'm saying? Into the in, ceiling. In, yeah, into the ceiling, and there was 800 people around. That could be considered a mass shooting, could it or not? I don't know. Do you have a definition? Um, how is a mass shooting defined? How people must, how many people must die in a shooting before it's termed mass shooting? Four people? Two? None at all? <laughs> Hold on, this ain't the answer. All right, here go. Here's, here's the Wikipedia answer. A mass shooting is an incident involving multiple victims of firearms-related violence. Multiple. If victims. I shoot at you and you don't get hit, or is that violence? And then they start talking about the U the U.S. Congressional Service knowledge, blah 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 blah. 
that there's not a broadly accepted definition. So it's basically whatever the media wants to consider. Whatever they want to push. Yeah. So since it's wide open, you can push it to how you want. Uh, But a mass shooting, now, now that we're talking about it and breaking it down, I don't think you have to die to be considered a mass shooting. You couldn't, um, but huh? It, with with this three seventy two versus four seventy five number, yeah, it couldn't. No, you couldn't. But the way, but the way that it's the way that it's pushed in the media, you would think that when we're talking about mass shootings, people are dying every single like multiple people are dying. You know what? I wonder if some of those mass shootings <laughs> is it? Are they counting that one person, the person who shot himself, yo, or herself? I wonder, does that count? Because the chick that just went up to who drove from so- SoCal all the way up to NorCal to go to YouTube to go shoot That's a people, mass shooting. Right? She, the only person that died was her. <laughs> three people were injured. Yep, three people were or shot. Or actually shot, actually. Yeah, three people were shot. I don't know how many more no, that, that's injured an injury. In, the, in the fallout, but... that That's an injury if you get shot. Yeah. I mean, a paper cut. Well, I mean, somebody might have fell down the steps. That's an injury. Ah, yeah, okay. A gun-related injury. Somebody might gotcha. have might have ran and fell in the rose bushes. Ain't that yeah, the rose state? Talk- ain't, that, ain't that what California is? Like no, dog. State or something? Nah, dog. No, we're, That's, we're isn't that what the rose state. bowl is? It is where the rose bowl is. So I think the, I think but- it's like the rose state or something. <laughs> okay, dog. Even though y'all That's got cool. Compton and Inglewood and all the bad places that you could think of. But y'all know from who Rose said that, that? Whoa, whoa! Who said they was bad places? Kendrick Lamar came from from Compton, DJ Quick. Bro. There you go. You just said DJ Quick said <laughs> said it. Hey, he was just comparing it to Compton. He was just saying that you know the shit is comparable, other than the heat. You know what I'm saying? He got off the bus. It was hot as fuck. He that's all. He just saying you know what I'm saying. He ain't say it was a bad place. All right. So, but in the Rose State, they somebody might have fell in a rose bush. That's an injury. From this yep. mass shooting, got you. They get counted, so that 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 was a mass shooting, even though the only person to die was herself. That's crazy. So that number, I don't know if it includes her yet. When you got that number, but that that death rate, it might not even be people that the shooter killed. They might have just killed themselves. So it sounds like we we've just proven that this mass shooting thing is yet more bullshit it's a bullshit term right it is that, it is that, that's probably made up by the media just like school shootings it's it's a buzzword you know, it, it's definitely a, it's a term and a, a number that can't be defined and then when you put it up against another number that's comparable that's, to it yep or that's or an, another another subject Right. Right. That's that's or another category of the same subject. Right. We're talking about violence by guns. guns yeah. You put it up there. There's yeah. It, it's, it's definitely it's relatable. Small. It's small. So, um, and you had mentioned earlier about you know your coworker coming up being like, man, this gun violence is crazy. They really need to get rid of these guns. And it's 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 wild to me, like just how people will assume that you're going to automatically feel the same way, even though if it's a, a subject like gun violence, they're just going to come up and assume that you uh, will be thinking like them and like everybody believes guns are bad. Yeah. And like I said, to me, I'll be like, no, 
Uh, actually, I don't believe people should get rid of it. <laughs> I kind of wish I would have got my bump stock before they got rid of them. That's it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish I wish I would. Why, why ain't nobody tell me about the about that damn bump stock, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you think you got a friend, don't you? Like they be t- they be coming up to you like like they got an ally, like they like they really got a friend. Like yeah, you hear about all these mass shootings? They need to hurry up and get rid of these guns pronto. It's like yeah. what? the fuck are you talking about dog I, uh, actually like uh you know normally what i'll probably be able to do what i would probably do and i probably should not do this so much but actually that's gonna be my challenge for myself next time somebody does that i'm gonna actually speak my mind but normally what i be what i would do is like yeah man it's pretty crazy and then that would be it that would be all i'll say but if they really kept pushing it then i might start dropping some uh some corporate street knowledge on them yeah you know at some point it's it's like anything. What you're not if you're not if you don't have the time or you don't have if you guys don't trust each other enough to where you can change their mind, then don't even waste your time in engaging in that conversation because you're not gonna change their mind. They get all the they probably got their one news show that they watch. They watch this one Fox News show where they're getting all their information, or they're watching this one talk. They're listening to this one talk radio show where they get all this information. And you're not going to change their mind because they're pushing an agenda. Like whatever that person's listening to is pushing an agenda. And whatever facts you got, whatever hot takes you got, they ain't trying to hear that shit. So don't even waste your time with them. <laughs> unless unless it's a friend. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say you got that trust. Unless it's a true ally. Then you can start having that back and forth conversation. And speaking of, of media people and, and them putting out shit, um, one more thing I want to touch on real quick. Uh, today, DJ Envy posted up this video of this couple. They're like at a, at a shooting range, and they're firing off like thirty shots at this uh, at this target, and they're doing like tap. I think what they call like tactical reloads. So basically, they're one person shoots, unloads, and then the the woman jumps in front of him while he's starting to reload, and then she shoots off her her entire clip then yeah. she goes behind him she reloads and he starts shooting and I couldn't help myself and I hope he responds that'd be dope if he does but as I said DJ Envy you don't feel like this was too many shots fired you don't feel like they should have shot a warning shot first they couldn't have shot him right. in the leg they shouldn't have, they shot they should have shot three times and then assessed the situation that's what DJ Envy said on the breakfast club you know he said these things before it is like and that's crazy because isn't his dad like a police officer yeah so why i don't understand why he say shit like that because i know his dad ain't saying nothing like yeah son i believe we should just shoot a warning shot like if it was his dad well his dad ass was on the line a bunch of times i'm sure in some in some cases his dad wasn't thinking about firing no warning shot or fire one shot in the leg and then go assess the situation like that that just sounds um you're not you're not being uh you can't i guess you can't be empathetic if you've never gone through it but you're not putting yourself in their shoes basically right you're not looking from from their perspective and he's and it's also it sounds like he's trying to say what sounds nice but perhaps that's not what he really believes or i'm not sure man because i know he's a gun owner too so yeah but but anyway go back to these people like the guy walks up at work it doesn't have to be as extreme i mean as the gun talk but people can assume that you're an ally um i do it every day um the black guy head nod 
Oh, definitely. Right. That that's a. Actually, I did it like two times. Uh, I did it like two times uh, yesterday. It's not a lot of black guys. That, I mean, it's a handful of black guys. We got a couple of temps now, yep. and a couple of extra temps now. Uh, one of them, though, I can clearly tell he's African. Um, just just by the way uh, he speaks. That's good enough. I can tell. Black yeah, guy, yeah I can tell the by nod. the way he speaks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he he get the nod, but it's it's even it's still a little different though. I don't feel like. Well, I guess he's an older guy, so the I don't know the nod didn't seem I don't know it was it was kind of different. Do, do I you didn't, head, I didn't do you head nod, nod Asian up. guys? Do I head nod Asian guys? Yeah, like at work. Nah, I don't head nod Asian guys. What about I'll uh, talk to them. What I said, about Indian up? or Middle Eastern? You head nod? Nah. Nope. nah, 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 no, you don't. But black guy. And it don't matter what the who the black guy is for the most part, unless I know him, I probably if I know him and he's not really an ally, I probably wouldn't head not him. But just a random guy I'm passing in the break room, I'll head not him. You know what? You head not them. So you you talk to him if you know them. You head not them if you don't know them, right? Right. Um, but if you know enough about them, like if they late all the time or they or they being stereotypical and shit what do you do with that you don't head not him do you do you still head not him do you, um, do you be associated with talk that? to him but if he's if he's like a black guy who i who's like a known like trump supporter or something like that i would not head not that guy <laughs> okay but being okay. late i mean shit i'd be late so <laughs> no i'm saying i guess what i was saying is like he's he's got the bad rap he's the stereotypical Black guy. Well, we're talking about people at work. Got the bad rap. Huh? We're talking about people at work, right? Yeah. There's nobody like that in my job. That I could think of right off the top of my head. Now, early on, when I first started working for my company, there probably were. Yeah. But we were younger. I mean, it didn't matter then because everybody had 3X shirts and baggy jeans. (laughs) on. So, you know, it was all good there. But. But now everybody, nah, everybody's pants are tight and shirts. No, are so in, what? You know, what about like maybe he's at the, maybe he's at the bottom of the totem pole right now. Maybe he's doing the mail run. Maybe he is doing the warehouse thing. Not that those are the bottom jobs, but you okay. Know, sometimes so you gotta work your a, way there's up. There's a security guard who's a clown at my job. I don't hear okay. not him. That's because he is. There you go. So what do you mean clown. by he's a clown? And I know that. There's nothing really wrong with him other than just my perception of him being a clown. A lot of people talk to him. He's a very talkative person. Yeah. I just don't like him because, A, I don't like to talk to people, especially the people who talk a lot. And that's kind of like clowns. And that guy, actually, he's he's a very... Um, he, he he perpetrates this, this ally assumption big time. He's always coming up talking about, uh, man... Uh, Dallas is going to be good to, uh, this year, huh? And man, you see LeBron last night, and he's always saying stuff like that. Assuming, a that I even like watch or am entertained by football and by basketball, sports. yeah, and yeah. then to assume I even fuck with the teams he's talking about, yeah, because because yo, what, what black man don't watch sports, bro? Right. So yeah, let's say let's assume let's go ahead and go with I watch sports. Maybe I don't fuck with that the Cowboys. 
maybe I'm a Giants fan. But I guess that's where he wants to. He's kind of trolling and trying to see. Yeah, he's trying know, to troll you and see exactly. what I'm going to say. And if I start talking that giant shit, then he's going to start talking his stuff. Right. And then y'all can go back and forth and engage in that conversation. And hold on, before we go too far off of this, because I feel bad about what I just said, man. I, 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 was, I, was referring to starting, I was referring to starting from the bottom as if warehouse or mail run jobs or the bottom of the bottom of the list dog nah, man keep that I, energy man nah, live, dog, live no no that's, that's that's how not you the, feel about them that's how you feel <laughs> that's not the energy that i was trying to create i got a lot of great friends that work in warehouse how many of them or how I many do, friends uh, you got <laughs> i got like three of them you dog. got three of them <laughs> <laughs> i got like three of them no i got more than three I got, I got a bunch too many to even count to be honest and uh not saying that that's the bottom but if we're talking about um going up a corporate ladder in a sense, we'll say that that's more of an entry level if we're talking about corporate Dude, jobs. That's I, what I, I was did, trying to convey. I did that shit before with um, my, uh, my my homegirl Tiffany, and you know how you're talking and you're and you're looking for like a job that people don't want, so you'll be like a trash man um, or you say a custodian. <laughs> like man, yeah, man, like if you a freaking janitor or something, blah blah blah. And she's like, uh, my, what's wrong with being a janitor? My father's a janitor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly what just happened there, Doug. I was I was not trying to put nobody down because, Doug, if you if you working and you and you doing it legal, dog, I'm happy for you. Take care of your family, provide for your family. Or I got a, I got a homegirl who uh, is a um, assistant principal, and she we were watching um, that Chris Rock uh, his new his new thing on Netflix. Yeah, and tambourine. He, yeah, and he was like, he was talking about like how the kids were at like a um, career day, and he was like, "Who really wants to be an assistant principal?" You know, and she was like, "What's wrong with being an assistant principal?" <laughs> <laughs> Called her right on now, right? But um, you know what though, it's 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 funny that we talk about this because this has to do with allies as well. To be quite honest, like I was hanging out with the people in the mailroom and and working in the warehouse because I could relate to them a lot better. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not well, I was born in Cali, but I was raised in St. Louis. So like when I'm talking to these people who work in these what they call um the the administrative staff, the professional administrative staff, they do shit like snowboarding and going skiing and when we're out at venues they're having these conversations about how they've been skiing since they was three. Bro, I don't know shit about that. It, I can't well, relate to that. And, and speaking of skiing, you know how much that shit costs? Yeah. I didn't know it was My mom was wasn't affording that. Yeah, my dad couldn't afford that. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So yeah. I, I, can't, I can't relate to that. But what I can relate to are the stories of the cats who work in the mailroom and the story of the cats who work in the warehouse. I can relate to their stories. You know what I'm saying? And just sitting with them and talking to them they get shunned by these other these other people like they don't they don't get talked to they get ignored and shit like that it's like, it's almost like a class system do you think do it's sad do you think they might look at you as like look at this administrative guy trying to come and talk to us little people down in the uh, basement we had those we had those conversations he's like yo dog i thought you was gonna be like one of those other stuck up guys you know what I'm saying? Y'all, you, you, cool, you a cool cat. It's like, yeah, dog, I, I don't look at y'all any different. I don't look at anybody. So they assume that, that you're not an different. ally at first. Huh? Yeah, they, they assume that I'm not an ally because I look like the other people. Right. I, I come in in slacks. 
some some hard bottom shoes and a dress shirt every single day. Oh, come on, There's man. The, now you're trying to be humble. What? Hard bottom what shoes. Come on, man. Go ahead, go ahead and call them Some out, nice man. dress shoes, go dog. Ahead. I ain't talking that talk right now. Huh? I ain't talking that talk right now, dog. This no, you, you come about. flexing on them with the Allen Edmonds <laughs> <laughs> downstairs. They like, they like, yo, yo, dog. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference between... <laughs> Yeah, and, and, uh, and uh, you'd be like, uh, "Y'all got some bags or something I could put on my shoes? I don't want to get them dirty." Yeah, they, yeah, they they come with little cloth bags for one for each shoe, dog. Like, yeah, what's the difference between uh, a Johnson Murphy and an Allen and an Allen Edmond? About two to three hundred dollars, cocksucker beat it. <laughs> uh, uh, Your shit even got shoe covers? <laughs> nah, but uh. <laughs> Yo shit even come with shoehorns? Nah, but straight up though, um, they look at me as if I'm I'm the ops at first because I look like the rest of the ops. So they don't look at me as an ally. Actually, I did I did this exact same thing the other day, dog. We was uh we was going to Vegas and there's this spot called Eddie's World. It's in a, it's like it's in between Cali and Vegas. It's like two two and a half hours out. It's like a four hour ride to yeah. Vegas. But it's like in the middle of nowhere. They got these signs. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Okay? They got these signs pops that up. say it grew out the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing there. Yeah. They got these signs that say Eddie's World. You want to stop at Eddie's World. Your kids will love Eddie's World. And it's, it's borderline scary, okay? Because there's nothing else out here, but you see these signs trying to draw you into this place, Eddie's World. It reminds, yeah, exactly. It reminds you of like House of Wax or some shit like that. Wasn't that one of the movies where like it was this whole city in the middle of nowhere? One of them movies. Yeah, House of I Wax, I think it had that. All right. So I'm thinking to myself, I ain't stopping no goddamn Eddie's world, but I had to, I really had to pee. <laughs> so I'm seeing these sounds for miles, okay? And then by the time I get to the Eddie's world exit, I have to pee. And I didn't realize it was the Eddie's world exit. I'm like, I'm getting off at this exit. I see a building. I really got to pee. I drink a whole lot of water. I get there and it looks like it's a playhouse. It's, it's this big ass thing. So the first thing you see is like the gas stations, you know, pumps. I'm like, oh, okay, they got this gas station. And you pull up to this place. It looks like some type of event center. The fucking place is huge. So you walk in the door and it's, you can look from left to right. They got like this, this pizza, you know, they, they make pizza, they make yogurt and the aisles are full of candy. It's like aisle after aisle. It's a Walmart full of candy, dog. It's crazy. It's the biggest it's the biggest fucking gas station thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I went to the restroom. The restroom was really, really nice. Super clean. I thought it was going to be like you pissing into like uh, like the urinals with like clowns and you be like pissing into the clown's mouth or something. Nah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that crazy. <laughs> but they have like, but they have like, uh, like, like TVs and video games you can play while you pissing. Like at the stall. So you like they got like, like you like 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 the UP and you like racing in the person next to you like you doing the cars? Nah, it's it the, actually that'd be kind of hot. Yo, you need to keep that like idea. Like the little that's target, you know how you you know. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That'd be kind of hot if you could do that. But no, <laughs> it was a little TV. Screen I would have won this morning. And I, I had a very uh, long, very very great feeling pee this morning. Yeah, it, it feels good when you. You know what? And that's another thing too. Uh, have you ever had to pee really bad and this happens to me a lot since I drink so much water where the flow rate is not enough 
It's like your bladder is super full and your bladder feels like it's about to burst, but your pee flow rate is just way too slow. Right. You're like, damn, this is taking too long. Like, we need to speed this shit up. And you try to push it out, but it hurts your bladder. Yeah, that's your urethra, man. Your urethra ain't big enough. There you go, dog. We need to Gotta open that thing urethra. up. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'm at the stall. The stall is super clean. Like, they have, like, a... Uh, Underneath the urinal, you know how you go to urinals of these nasty ass bathrooms and it's a big puddle of piss right in uh, front of the urinal because people think they dicks bigger than what they really are. And so they standing back and trying to pee, but all the shit is dropping. Those last droplets are dropping right there on the floor and shit. That's the worst, man. That shit is the worst. By the way, I gave y'all a top tip um, way back when. Don't piss in the urinals. Actually go to the stall and pee because people who normally go to the stall are usually trying to drop a deuce. So there isn't pee in the front of the toilet normally in the stalls. And I countered anyway. that tip by that's okay, but it's often problematic because people who do drop the deuce, they often don't flush the toilet. And so you gotta, <laughs> you gotta see shit in the toilet. And me, look, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to touch a toilet that has signs of being used. Although I know all toilets have been used, but if the evidence is still there in all of its glory. I don't want to fucking use that toilet. I don't want to flush it for him. I don't want to do nothing. So I just walk. <laughs> you know what? Now, if it's diarrhea like all over the place, I stay away from that stall. But if it's just look, I would rather piss on the top of shit because you do that in a Johnny on the spot anyway. Uh, no, no, I, I don't use the Johnny on the spots either. I, I yo, I will just explode. Yo. I will not fucking. <laughs> Yo, I would rather piss in that used stall than get piss all over the bottom of my shoe, bro. I don't like that shit. I don't like. I, I justify you, if, it by I'm gonna walk it off from wherever. I just, I, have to oh be man, to, to I don't like. I don't like stepping in people's piss, bro. But this particular spot, it had like it had like grates on the floor because it had like a drain spot. They know, like it had know, a big ass they know drain. People gonna be pissing on the floor. Yo, so this spot is this place. Eddie's world is fucking dope. And so when you when I walked out. When so I washed my hands and all that stuff, the the place was spotless. Like the the restroom was super clean. I walked out and I see they have like all this Laker memorabilia, dog. They got they got uh pieces of the Laker floor at the forum. So apparently the forum had two courts that they use. And this place, this dude Eddie, whoever the fuck he is, he's one of two where he got the the you know the center court, the center piece of the court that says Lakers. Mm -hmm. He got that at his spot, bro. And he got he got Magic jerseys that's signed. He got a Kobe jersey that's signed. He got a Shaq jersey that's signed. He got all kinds of pictures and shit. Eddie is on point. I don't here's, know where he get his money here's from. Here's a random fun fact. Uh, I actually heard that the sports mem memorabilia the basketball memorabilia that sold for the most was the floor from Mag or michael jordan's last basketball game in chicago oh really yep they they uh, sold, I didn't know that. this company bought pieces of the, bought the floor and that was the most anything has ever sold for well this dollars. homie got this homie got the whole center piece of the the, the half court bro he got the whole Lakers That's half court and it, and it's one of two. <clears throat> so, I prefaced it. This was the best gas station spot I've ever been at, okay? Oh, by the way, you know how you normally go to a gas station? They got the refrigerators with the water and the energy drinks yep. and uh, and the... They only had like... Th that that place was... It only had like three refrigerator, three refrigerator doors. Like this big ass spot, which you think is supposed to be like this big gas station, has so much other shit that 
normal gas stations don't have. It had this little piece of of, of what a gas That's station because normally they has. budget went to them grates in the bathroom. Keeping the bathroom spotless. <laughs> no, and they the whole middle, all the middle aisles are full of different candy. And when I say full of candy, like they package their own candy. So, you know, like Sour Powers, they have a big ass eight dollar bag of Sour Powers where it's like double bagged and it's like a hundred Sour Powers in 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 fucking in, in in that bag, dog. It's crazy. And they make pizza to order, and they make yogurt to order, and they make they they make nachos to order. It's it's crazy. Anyway, I get to the cash register, and I'm like, wow. I'm thinking I got an ally. I'm like, wow. This is a really really nice place. She was like, yeah, you like that? I was like, yeah. The bathrooms were super clean. It's like, yeah, you know, they bring men closer because they got that little TV screen. They got the interactive game. I don't know if I'll be touching on that screen though. Why niggas is touching on themselves and and pressing on the pressing on the uh on that screen so i ain't gonna do all that but i was like man who would have knew this place is in the middle of nowhere and she was like um excuse me we're in the middle of yermo this is not nowhere i was like oh <laughs> my bad dog <laughs> it's like my fault that's funny so, uh i was actually thinking about how i think on one of our early podcasts how you were talking about um, how people got to be careful with what they say about, like you even mentioned, like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, how you shouldn't say I try that. to avoid that. So yeah. you basically did exactly that. I was just thinking about that earlier this week, just a couple of days ago. Yeah, so rather than killing two birds with one stone, you jump two hurdles with one leap or something like that. But you said in the middle of nowhere, you should have been like a place that's not very well traveled or dog i was yeah i was in awe though so i was just speaking off the top of my head like yo i wasn't thinking about offending nobody i'm like dog we're in the middle of nowhere and they got this beautiful place and so on one hand like i complimented but on the other hand i'm talking about this place that she lived because i know she's not driving compliment huh yeah it's a backhanded compliment because i know she's not driving an hour to this gas station job bro she's driving down the street so she lives in yermo she lives there, probably yeah. born and raised in yermo whatever the fuck yermo is i've heard of that that must have been in some other movie i can't think of i, I would never remember what movie it was but i've heard of that place before some for some reason well yermo got eddie's world and uh that might make me want to move to yermo because eddie's world is super dope Eddie's well, World out, is on point. Shout out to Yermo. That's something everybody, uh, when, when, well, to Yermo and Eddie's World, because everybody should know the safe havens. And the safe havens are the places where the bat, the gas stations, when you're going on a trip, that are known to have very clean bathrooms. Yeah. That's a safe haven. Uh, whenever I go if, if you thinking If you're thinking that a rest stop is a safe haven, no. you are sadly mistaken. It, it, Do not stop at any, the rest anywhere stop. Anywhere that I go, where I go often, I always stop in the same place, especially when I find out they have a clean bathroom, you know, a very nice selection as far as like, you know, uh, snacks and stuff, because you might get that one where it's just like the one little uh, toilet in there and you got to touch the walls. You can't, you know, it's you you don't want to do that. So, yeah. I hate disgusting bathrooms, so, bro. Yeah, in, so in, in, especially in establishments. So Eddie's World in Yarma, if you're ever going from LA to Vegas, Eddie's World or from Vegas to LA, Eddie's World yeah, is either a safe or haven. Eddie's World is that deal when you when you passing through, when you go through Yermo, go to Eddie's World, bro, cuz that place is off the chain, bro. So, that place was crazy. So I I have I have a story. Um uh 
assumed, assumed ally story that was uh, kind of problematic. Um, so there's this guy I work with. He's been working there at my company since 1980. So before I was even born, he was already working there. <laughs> okay. Still there. He's barely still there. He's always calling off sick and stuff. I mean, I don't know what the hell he's doing now. But bro, he he is sick. Homie <laughs> homie is like been there for 42 years or so like he might be sicker than Come on, I'm not. <laughs> so, he's not he's not he's 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 sick. He's a little he's going to be a little more sick to you after I tell the story. So, we had the same lunch for a long time, right? And yeah. uh, even when we didn't have the same lunch, I would sometimes go a little later just so we could still go to lunch together. And not that we had really great conversations or anything, but we would just chit chat. It was cool to have company while, you know, going to lunch. And yeah. and so one day we are, we're going to lunch and he starts telling me a story like, yeah, man, yesterday... I was uh, going to the to the train, and there was this white lady there, and this little white girl. She must have been like thirteen or fourteen, and she had these little shorts on, man. And she whoa whoa, she, <laughs> I don't like the description, bro. Already, and she had oh, it gets worse, and she had this fat little ass, and man, whoa, I'll tear that up. He's, he's like, I'll tear that little... He said, I would have tore that little ass up. Wait, wait, wait. He told you the assumed age? Yes. So I'm sitting there picturing the this girl... Him, this, pre, this this girl who's just now going through puberty or whatever. And and he said that... And he would often... He would often, you know, talk about... You know, women as we pass by or whatever. <laughs> And you know that's fine, right? When you're talking about what kind women, of ally does he think? You, wait, wait, wait. Who does he that, think well, you are? Well, that's the thing, though. That's the, that's fine when you're talking about somebody of age. Even though it really, like, nothing against white women, but I'm not into white women. When I see a white woman, I'm not looking at her, you know, in a sexual way, just because that's just not my thing. Um. So, but he would always see white women and and, and make comments or whatever. He'll never say this stuff about black girls, though. So I thought I always found that funny. But um, but he would he would you know see these women and be like, man, she like I'll tear that up or whatever. And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. But and so I guess he assumed I was an ally based on that. But yeah. then he took it this next level and talked about this little girl. So he's a so he he thinks the you guys are uh pedophile allies now. right and I'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> and I just like shook my head like uh, you know I didn't I didn't really respond and um, why didn't you tell him what it was dog why didn't you like what the fuck are you talking about dog like why didn't you tell him he was talking about somebody who he saw another day other day man it wasn't my kid man he ain't never about to be around my kids. And me telling him, I mean, what would that do? Other than tell him that he was wrong, which he already knows he is, right? He's 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 a man that's been working at a company longer than I've been born. Yeah. So yeah. So he's been there thirty eight years. Yeah. Gotcha. So so he he knows wrong from right. So I could tell him this. It's not like I'm reporting them to somebody. So no, it's not gonna no. But anything. you letting him know that we not allies, bro. I let like, him know that we're you, not allies, but I stop fucking with him. 
I never went to lunch <laughs> with him again after that. Yeah. Um, and I really don't talk to him anymore after that. That was years ago, too. And he still, like, sits right across from me, and I, I just don't talk to him. Duh, that's crazy. That's a wild-ass ally assumption, dog. And, that's wild. Yeah. So, so I mean, so we go from the head nod to the other extreme. Yeah. <laughs> cat is trying to be a, a pedophile yo, ally he's a pedophile dog that's wild dog if this was minority report his ass would be out yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you can't you can't convict him of a thought crime but nah, dog. who, who knows who knows man i mean if he if he got some stuff on his computer at home well he don't he don't he probably don't have uh, he doesn't have the internet so he, he might not have like child porn all on his computer he probably don't even have a computer but uh, if he got some shit at, at, at home, man, he'll get caught up eventually. Yeah, man. I was actually just listening to, um, I was listening to what was it? I think I was listening to Law Forty Four of the Powercast, and we were talking about allies, and we talk about how we all need allies. Everybody needs an ally somewhere, Even right? Pedophiles. Because there you go. They really because do. You can't, you can't you can't do it all you can't do it all yourself right they really like do. if things need to be done you can't control everything that happens by yourself so you need allies in other places i don't know about why, why would a pedophile need an ally because to get <laughs> the other day i was talking about people who went to jail who i knew and this one guy leland Remember Leland, who we went to school yeah, with? Yeah, I remember Leland. I was about to bring him up just now when you was talking about well, child porn on the computer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Leland needed... Well, he was an ally to the child porn people. Not yep. that he was doing anything with any kids, but he was transmitting some files and stuff like that. He was passing along, and he was in receipt of child pornography. So, And they said like 75 people got busted in that ring. So they had they needed allies to make their child porn thing work. Oh, uh, yeah, to, to, to make that child porn ring so big, that syndicate so big, they needed him. Yeah. And he was in Alaska. <laughs> there you go. So. Th- so, that, so that's exactly what I'm saying. So if they want to reach the people in Alaska, they had to go, they had to go through Leland. Yeah, they had you know to go through saying? Leland. Leland the, the pedophiles in, in Alaska, Leland was, was the, the trap house for the, child, for the child porn. Yeah, that's wild. That's some wild shit, dog. Stay away from these uh, pedophiles, and that's that. Damn, shout it could be shout anybody. He'll, he'll get out in about twenty years. Maybe I don't he'll listen know. To this and he'll be mad at us still. Yeah, no, I tell you what, I ain't man. You gotta watch. You keep your kids around, man, because you never know. Because that old man might seem like the sweetest old man. He might be the coolest old man, but this guy might be. And that's another thing too, man. You gotta watch who houses. Your kids are going over, man. I was thinking about talking about this as a topic. We might talk about it as a topic, but you let your kids go over somebody's house, even a family member's house. They got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a cousin, or somebody that's staying at the house or the company that they keep, and something can happen to your kid at somebody else's house while under their care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's shit that you can't get back. So, anyway. Oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to, shout out to, hold on. Shout out to Brian, too. His Leland was his homeboy. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Back oh. in back in the day, I ain't saying he was. His oh, okay. Boy back currently. in the day. 
But back in, back the day, in high I school, thought, that was they used to roll heavy together. So dog, I thought he was sending them. I thought he was sending them commissary, like uh, putting money on his books and shit. Nah, he ain't doing that. But Brian got some problematic friends, man. Another one of his homeboys is kind of kind of do some puzzle questionable shit up on Facebook. So what does that mean? You friends with him? Uh, I guess you have a point. But <laughs> I knew Brian before he started having this problematic friend. So okay. All right, because then that actually ties me a degree of separation because I know you too. So, like, we're cool too. Anyway, all right. So, what else we got? We talked Car transition. We, we talked about uh, about uh, DJ Envy a little bit and um, in the Breakfast Club. And I was listening, I get all my urban news from the Breakfast Club. And then I'm like, hi. Right. That's something I might want to talk about. So, unfortunately, it hit kind of home. Um, this week, Fabulous was arrested. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Was uh, arrested for aggravated assault and terroristic threats. Yeah, that that, that hurt my heart, dog. Um they talked about the video. I went to go look for it, and I found it on TMZ. Yep, they got everything. And even TMZ saw this, and 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 when you know they report stuff, they be throwing shade at people. Even TMZ couldn't throw shade at Fab because they were like, "Man, that's not like him. We've never seen him do anything like this before." So basically, Fabulous, um, he got into this altercation with his uh, girl, his longtime girlfriend and baby mama, uh, Emily B. Um, Emily was on Love and Hip Hop uh, New York that first season. By the way, I've never seen Emily. I've never seen Emily. You didn't watch? I've never you didn't watched. watch? Uh, nah. Love and Hip Hop? If Fab ain't on it, I ain't trying to see and he it. He shouted her think- out a couple of times on a couple of albums, too. Yeah, so I know I know he's dealing with Emily, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I've never seen her before until recently. She is dope. She's bro. dope, man, and she's super duper cool. Uh, I think the the way they met was she was a uh, like a stylist, and so she was like his stylist, like you know for concerts and stuff. Yeah, and you know he hollered at her, but she looked good. And she was a cool chick, you know, and she was around. She's been around for a very, very long time with him. You know, she's yeah. not she's not um, an Instagram model who, who who tried to come up. I mean, it was just, it was a legit relationship. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, and that's like you dope. said, she's she, she looks really good, but she's not like she doesn't look Instagram model esque or anything. She's a normal looking girl, but she looks good. You know? Yeah, she's dope. And like I said, she's super cool. She was super cool on the show. Um, she wasn't really getting into none of the shit like everybody else was. At least not on the first season when I first saw her. I don't know what she got into later if she stayed on the show. But right. Um, so they got into a situation, some kind of domestic thing, and uh, for the what- first reports was it was over like seeing his cell phone or some shit. Okay, I don't know how true that is. See, women uh, don't ask for your man's cell phone. That's how start shit. trouble. Did start trouble, man. Uh. Yeah. I've ended relationships over cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've got I've in in the early in the early days of uh, of my relationship and marriage, I've we we've gone back and forth about 
my cell phone actually and i wasn't really even doing anything but it's just the fact that it's my phone i don't ask for yours don't ask for mine there should be some sort of private there should be an ability of and trust that you can have the privacy of not having to turn in your phone to somebody like you turn it into the warden at the end of the night and that shit is why and basically if your situation is at a point where you feel like you have to go through their phone the trust is already lost or if you if, you, if your girl is going through your phone she obviously doesn't trust you it's probably at a point to where y'all need to go ahead and go y'all separate ways yo but wait 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 let's just make this clear every man's phone is getting gone through on a periodic basis period like if so most relationships that i know of they just like yo you can have a password to my phone fine i don't know many relationships where uh i'm sure there's some out there but i don't know many relationships where the woman if you're in a committed relationship or in a marriage that the woman doesn't have the passcode and you better believe if she has the passcode, she is going through your she shit. It might shit. not be every day. She got a but reminder. She, definitely she has is. a reminder on her phone on to check your phone. Yeah, every quarter. It's like once a quarter. It's like, okay, it's been three months. <laughs> like I have a reminder on my <laughs> phone first. to give my dog her heartworm preventative every month yeah. on the first. Yeah. Your girl probably got one to go through your phone on the first of every month. Right, and it's not gonna say go through your phone. It's gonna be some wild shit. It's gonna be some like off the wall shit. It's like, be like call, yeah. call my homie, <laughs> and she know that that's cold for some old other shit. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like clean the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, clean the toilet. That's a good one. Toilet that's a never good one. clean, but your phone is definitely getting gone through. So yeah, so exactly. um, they had this beef, and um. I guess I don't know. Some words were exchanged. Fabulous left, and then emily called her father and her brother to come and get fabulous's phone or excuse me to get his uh guns out of the house wait 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 wait. so wait 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 the the this um the alleged violence had already happened wait, wait, wait. Right? i'm gonna get to that i'm gonna get to that okay because this because it wasn't a direct connection to the alleged violence that you're talking about yeah um that was pre that was before so um but there was something that she said that Fabulous said something to her that made him feel, made her feel like the guns needed to be taken out of the house. Um, so the father and the brother came over to come get the get the guns, and Fabulous popped up, and he didn't like that, and there was this argument. And, okay. And this is where the video comes in, and Fabulous is outside in his driveway. And he is sh- he's shouting at the father, and the father is like, "This is my daughter." And he's and Fab was yeah, because like, Fab asked, Why is "What is he doing yeah, at my house?" Yeah, and, and like, she was like, "That's my father." He's like, "Yeah, that's my daughter." You a coward. He was calling him a coward. And Fabulous says um, something along the lines of, "There's a bullet with your name on it." Yep. As he points some scissors at her, at him. And I guess that's a terroristic threat, right? Yeah. And there's a bullet with your name on it. It's definitely a, a threat. And uh, and then Emily, she had her cell phone. Looks like she's taking pictures or shooting video of him doing this. And he points the, the uh, scissors at her and kind of walks towards her. Like, you better stop recording me. And I guess that's the aggravated assault. 
right? Was he kind of as they say he went at her in a threatening way or <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And um so he got arrested for that, right? Did he get yeah, he got arrested for that. You know what though? Um so when we're talking about the scissors, I don't know how important the scissors are to the situation cuz I don't know if he was going to like lodge them in somebody's neck or some shit. I don't know what he was going to do, but when I saw him talking to the father, I, it's a weapon. And maybe maybe I'm looking at it, maybe I'm just being naive. Um, but I'm looking at it. I'm not thinking that he's about to do anything violent with the scissors. I don't know why he has scissors in his hand, what he was doing prior. Maybe he was cutting out some pictures out of a magazine. Maybe he was. Maybe he's making so a vision what, board. We don't know what he's doing with them scissors. He just so happened to have them. He happened to have And so I, I look at it as he could have had a pencil in his hand. He could have had his phone in his hand. And he was pointing like he was pointing as he was speaking. So when he was talking to the father and they say he was pointing the scissors that gives off a narrative as if he was going to do something with the scissors i don't i didn't see it that way and when he went at emily um you know pointing with the scissors and like yo don't be recording me man like cut that camera off man like the he scissors, didn't go out and like bitch you better put that motherfucking phone down before i kick your motherfucking ass. right he, he was just like yo man don't be recording this shit man like don't be recording me and uh he wasn't he wasn't he did he wasn't like thrashing fla- like flailing about with the scissors Nah, he used nah. them to point like if he if he would have had like you said he could have had a feather in his hand yeah he would have pointed the, pointing tool. he, he would have pointed that feather at her yeah it was a pointing tool in for um from my perspective i think that the narrative though is being driven towards oh man he had these scissors and he was pointing the scissors and then they made it seem like he was gonna try to do something with somebody with the scissors one thing that i was able to pull out of that video is that even though he was mad, he was steaming, and he was talking that talk with the father. It was a heated discussion. Um, when he did get to Emily, like, don't be recording me, man. She jumped back in fear as if she ran away. She, she knew something off. could happen. Yeah, yeah, she knew something could and would happen. Um, so maybe there might have been something in the past. But I will also say that Fab didn't go at her all crazy like he was about to do. He something took a couple of steps towards her. He took steps towards it, like, yo, dog, don't be recording me. Like, I I don't know. I can see that happen in any situation. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got a camera in your face. I mean, you just seen Kanye West snap, snatch cameras out of people's hands, you know what I'm saying, and go at them like, yo, dog, don't be recording me. I didn't feel like that that right there particularly meant that it was going to be some tor- sort of battery, but she appeared fearful enough to jump back. And because so, go ahead. a lot of times when, when nothing happened, all right, there's this this conversation i was actually listening to the brilliant idiots podcast the other day and they were just talking about uh when people when people take it to the next level or like people get in your face that's because they have a lack of some type of fear right and so i think andrew schultz made the comment that that's the same thing that happens with women you know that that woman ain't never been hit before a woman that gets in and gets in like a man's face and start trying because men are or are stronger than women naturally most of the time not all the time but a woman that's been attacked before been hit then they're usually not the first ones to jump in a man's face right and so i guess what i'm getting at with this is that the way that uh, fab like uh, like took the steps toward her and she stepped back she was fearful that he was capable of doing something is what it seemed like on the outside looking in yeah as far as like women not being stronger than men i mean there is some women out there who throw shot put who probably are stronger than men so 
That would be a curse yeah. Word. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about on average. I'm just on saying average, the birth of women that could throw shot put. You know. Yeah, they'll probably yeah naturally go toe to toe with nature. You. Nature made it that most win, most men are naturally stronger than women. There are women out there who are super strong <laughs> and that I wouldn't mess with in a dark alley or in the daytime. Uh, what's her name? Marion <laughs> Jones? Wasn't her name Marion Jones? I wouldn't want to fight her. Uh, she's thin, though, bro. I don't no, know. She was like try, six but four, she's tall, like, too. But she was like a sprinter and she was on steroids and shit? Yeah. You wouldn't want to fuck with her then, dog. I, I, I'll try my hand, dog. I'll try my hand. Okay. She was tall and skinny. She wasn't skinny she was though. She was, she was a sprinter build. They be oh they yeah. Be she buff, was tall, dog. tall, athletic build. She like wasn't like these buff ladies is walking around. Now, I wouldn't like I, I'll change the subject. Be like, yo, what you say to my wife? All right, well, look, we gonna have to get the police involved. You can't be talking to her like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I ain't gonna try to jump bad at her at all. So so you you mentioned about how she ran off as if she was afraid. You, like you were saying yeah. how they were saying how women who get in your face they never been you know touched before well I guess, I guess there's two sides to that coin though really quick because there are women who are out there who have lived a hard life too who will fuck you up you know what i'm saying they're they not backing down at all so there are those women out there as well uh so well but um, as you were starting to say earlier, there there was something you know that's come out that's supposed to have happened recently or like yeah. in March, where um, Emily said that Fab punched her seven times in the face and knocked out two of her teeth, her two front teeth. Well, well, she had to get them medically removed, so there was a lot of damage there. Now, yeah. uh, with that being said, so those re- events were unrelated, like the father coming to the yeah, house. Those two and- events were not directly related. Ah, uh, I didn't know that. Okay, because yeah. I was I was sitting there like, so if she just got her face punched in, and her teeth hurt, how was she standing there recording with a camera? Nah. Like, shouldn't she be in a? I didn't get it. No, the way I the way I took this is this is something that happened a while back, and now it's coming out. All right. Well, so which one you think happened most recent? The teeth situation or the gun situation? The gun situation. The teeth okay. situation happened like a month ago. Okay. And so the gun situation, when when did that happen? Is that recent? That was recent. Um, okay. I think Got just it. this week or last week. Damn, man. I thought this was all one case. So this is, this is starting to show that this is something that's happened multiple times then. Not necessarily multiple, multiple times, but it's happened... As far as we know, at this point, the the actual violence happened a month ago. Yeah, and then this last situation, the terroristic threats happened recently. And the, and so and so, I started this whole thing by saying, you know, it hit home, it hit close to home, because for me, and I think we've talked about this a few times on the show. We, you and I, are both fans of Fabulous. The rapper, Duh, right? He's definitely my top five. I was thinking about it. He's in my top five. He's a top five greatest rapper so ever. So we too. love him as a rapper, but it didn't really stop there. We fucked with him like on a personal level. We thought he was a cool guy, period. Right. You His know? personality, because we don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> but as a person, from what we knew, we fucked with him. There's, there's rappers. I mean, you know, obviously we don't know these people, but there's entertainers and celebrities who we, we see who we 
really don't care for them as people or we really nope. do like them as people yeah like I, I just saw like another video of like Buster Rhymes who I think is a dope rapper but Buster Rhymes has a problem where he's always trying to fight people he's just trying to fight he some does. kid recently he tried oh, to, I he, know he that. stepped to Charlemagne before he went crazy when somebody didn't want to sell him some muscle milk I mean he's 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 got problems so as a person i'm really questioning buster rhymes now but so so we have these perceptions of of these celebrities you know as whatever their art is and then them as as people fabulous is one of those people who i fucked with that his his art and him as a person you know we we liked him on twitter and you know i liked him on his interviews and he's always seemed cool laid back even when he got into it with the Ray J thing, like he seemed to handle the aftermath very nicely. And from the stories I heard, even when he was dealing with the Ray J stuff, he seemed really cool with that. And then seeing him like this is kind of kind of wild to me. You know, it hurt and it put me in a in a bad place. It's like, damn, man, I, I don't know if, if, if this is what he does or if it comes out. He's always been doing this. I, I can't fuck with him as a person anymore and that hurts yeah yeah that, that hurts a lot man well and see and this is uh and that's what makes it tough right and i probably couldn't it fuck with his art for real either you said what i said i don't even know if i can fuck with his art no more either if that if, it's, if this comes out you know there's certain things a pure person can't do that you know I, I can't say I can't I can't say that I can't say that if he if, so, if he's if he's fucking with Leland, would you be able to mess with him still? So this is what I'm saying. We don't have to like what people do. We don't have to support what people do. Um, but people make people do make mistakes, and so if we find out that i mean it can happen like you can find out that your dad did some old wild shit when you was a kid and does that mean you just don't fuck with your dad anymore after that or but or if you realize like damn my dad had a wild past he did some wild shit you found out that he robbed somebody or that he raped somebody you not fucking with him anymore you know what i'm saying No, that's different though because you're talking about your dad as a kid as you as you when when he was younger some shit that happened 20 years ago we're talking about some stuff that happened less than 30 days ago right so he has to cool down what i'm saying is but but what i'm saying is is that your mom would have still dealt with him so are you looking at her sideways because obviously she saw a greater person in this guy and that's her decision you know him now wait you you know him now as a, a as a different person and so yes fab's thing was recent it was definitely recent but it was a mistake or I don't know what he views. So you just now, forgive if he came shit? out. Hold on, hold on. If he came out and showed no remorse for it, like, yo, this is who I am, this is what I do, you either fuck with me or you don't. That's one thing. It's like, well, I can't fuck with nobody that who who habitually does certain things, right? I, I I can't fuck with that. But if somebody did something and made a mistake, like I made a, I just made a comment about people working in the warehouse and working in the mailroom. There might be a warehouse guy to be like, yo. He don't respect us. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? He made that comment. He might have said that he was sorry, but he said it. Dog, that came out my mouth wrong. I, I made a mistake. I, I made a mistake. And I hold on, hold on. And I tried to and I tried to correct that mistake with more words. Now, fabulous what he did versus what I did are on two totally different levels. Of course. But the fact is, a mistake is a mistake. And if he realizes that that's not the right way to rock, 
and he's remorseful from that, then okay, I nobody's perfect. But that's, I mean, but you don't believe there has to be some kind of cool down, though, or at least, I mean, because like Ike Turner. Ike Turner, uh, he wasn't remorseful, so we we, we won't so, say we so won't, that's we won't, exactly wait, 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 what we I'm saying. We won't say Ike Turner, but but say Chris Brown. People were okay. still fucking with Chris Brown. I mean, without any type of cool down, he just he just immediately said sorry. So is he only saying sorry and he's only remorseful because he got caught and everybody can see it? You know, so you know you know how that goes right you know yeah but, gets but that's up to hold on, that's hold on. up to you hold to on, hold, on, hold on yeah i know it's okay. up to me but hold on so if a person gets caught i still feel like there has to be some kind of cool down especially if we find out that he's been abusive this whole time like it's kind of hard for me to support a person like that and yeah people make mistakes and so say chris brown for example like i wasn't really fucking with chris brown's music anyway uh, ain't like I was buying his records or nothing. And then after I heard that, I was like, ah, oh, he's kind of an asshole. And then plus there was other things that show that he's kind of an asshole as a person. Uh, but like recently he came out with this Freaky Friday with uh, Lil Dicky. I think the song is dope. I think the video is dope. I think the concept is dope. I fuck with that song in that video. And I fuck with Chris Brown for doing that. And lately I've been checking Chris Brown out and he seems remorseful for everything. People still be trying to call him out on his shit. He'd be like, man, it's messed up that uh uh like he says something about this 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 lady, I forget what it was. He made some post about some chick, uh some other celebrity chick, like a music. Uh she he posted up her song is what it was. And um and she was like, I don't want, you know, somebody who is abusive to women to be supporting my song or something like that. And he was like, man, that's messed up that somebody is still, you know, holding something that I was, you know, I paid for and I'm remorseful for, you know, in the past. And they're still holding that against me, but I still fuck with her music. I still love her song. And him showing that kind of maturity, that shows me that he's grown and he's trying to do better. And he really does feel bad for what he did. I'm cool with now working on building something with him. Now, fabulous is too soon for me. But well, first of all, we don't know what's what's, what's all happening. Um, right. But let's say everything is as alleged. Let's say it's the worst of the worst. It's gonna take me some time before I can get to the point to where all right, I'm cool with Fab again as a person. Before that's you know, cool, you know, and, I, that, and I that's up to the individual. Like, everybody makes mistakes and forgive them right off the bat. No, 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 and that's individual. But that's the thing, though, is people are so quick to 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 jump sides. You know what I'm saying? We don't know the situation. We just talked about how the media will put out some type of rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? We we all we talk about how people push their agendas. We don't know where they're getting their information from and how much information of it, how much of the information is true. Now he comes out that he's a woman beater and he's been beating her ass. She comes out with a book or something and he's been beating her ass since 2003. And this is what he does. And she's got constant black eyes and bloody noses. And she has to hide from the public and shit. It's like, damn, that changes my perception of Fab. I, I look to him to be one person. He's totally different from who I thought he was. I can't fuck with a person like that. But, I really hope that's not the case. Right, exactly. <laughs> so really, that right there, yeah. I would have to then change the way that I feel about him. 
But if this man where you've seen him in public situations before, you 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 explain how cool you, he appears to be in the public, and he's been on a long run of this. It's hard to wear a mask for 10, 15 years. Like, his album came out in 2001. His first album came out September 11, 2001, bro. Right. His, his album came out on 9-11. We in 2018. His, he's been in the game for damn near 17 years, like in, in, in the public eye for 17 years. And it's hard to wear a mask for that amount of time. You know what I'm saying? So the the viewpoint that I have of Fab is built over 17 years. One situation is not going to make me change the way I feel about him. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he came out and he's not remorseful, that changes the way I feel about him because it's like, oh, well, this is how he really is. But if a person, may, dog, if I went out and I fucking, uh, I act, no, I'm not going to speak no shit like that into existence. Uh, not no accidental shit. But let's say that I feel like I'm hard up on times and I go rob a bank and I shoot two people, right? Are you going, like, you've known me. You know who I am. Are you going to turn your back on me and, like, never talk to me again and shit? You just going to drop me off like that? No, but see, I, I think... I would want to approach something like that, like um, Charlemagne is approaching the tax situation, the tax stone situation. So tax was his guy, but, you know, he's every time he talks about tax, he always follows it up with rest in peace, banger. You know, that's the guy who got shot in that situation. And, you know, hopefully everything works out for everybody involved. You, I'm saying, it's, but it's would hard. you drop? Would you drop me up? Would you oh, wait, step wait, wait. away from so, me? And and like, would like you said, need a cool I, down I, period? I, I would want to approach it like he does, like and so he also still speaks to tax. I think he's said he's talked to him a few times since he's been in jail. Do you need the cool down period, bro? You said that shit pops. I would off. need to wait to see Should what there happens. Be a cool down? Like you said, like you said, you shot a few people. Okay, so what I was going to say earlier is that there's a there's some things that. Are un- that I can't fuck with by any means. Um, child abuse, anything under the child abuse, uh, pedophilia type situation, can't fuck with that. That's you. You got to cut a person off off of that. And beating women, or you know that type of thing, that's something that's unexcusable too. Um. And it would take some time, or you know, like rape and that kind of stuff. Rape, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with them. Period. Um, but like something like the Chris Brown thing, and he was a young, he was young. I think he wasn't even twenty yet, right? I don't think so. Or he was around, uh, he was around that age. He was early twenty. Still a anything. kid. Yeah, for the most part, right? And, you know, I know he's legally an adult, but he's a kid mentally. He still has growing to do. I feel like he can grow out of that. If you're a grown man and you go, so let's go back to your, your your question about you go rob somebody or you go rob a store and you shoot two people. No, let's let's that that's 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 really far off. Let's say that it was me and there was a story came out that I beat my wife and I knocked her tooth. Uh, she had to have her teeth surgically removed because I hit I punched her seven times in the head and I get locked up. Because I'm not fab, okay? I get locked up and I'm sitting in jail. You would need a cool down period for me? You would step away from me? I would ask, what did she do? Okay. 
So you would try to get more detail. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what I'm saying here. So, I'm, not, I'm not passing judgment on him right now. I'm just saying that if this, I said, if this stuff is true, if these allegations are true, that's going to be tough for me. But you said it's inexcusable, though. So you're that's, saying that said, you don't this, care this what happened. It's a tough place. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you, you said you don't. It is inexcusable for me as far as him as a person. I wouldn't, so you don't I wouldn't care what happened. For him so, like I have before. So, so let's say, let's say, hold on, let's say that I did do it. Let's say I punched her in the head seven times and I I hit her in her mouth so much that she had to get her teeth just because just removed. because she didn't iron your shirt right. Yeah, I, I don't. No, think it I doesn't. Wait, but doesn't even matter though because if it's inexcusable, the story doesn't matter. I was just gonna so say. You, I was just gonna say. I don't think I could fuck with you then. So you would just so you just drop me off like that. Like it's the the situation at hand doesn't matter. Like I found out that she was cheating on me with three different guys and she's pregnant by one. And the 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 reason we got into a fight was because she kicked me in the nuts as she was walking out of. As that's that's what I said. Out. What did she do? <laughs> so she kicked you in the nuts. Then you punched her, and then you go to jail for it. Well, then no, I, 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 that story is conditional, and I wouldn't feel the same way in that story so that that's all i was getting at dog is that there's so is people especially on social media who don't even know fabulous or don't know his longtime girlfriend who don't know anything about them as soon as some same thing with chris brown as soon as some shit pop off it's like yo you still gonna fuck with them you still gonna support them we still don't know what happened in that car with rihanna i don't think i don't know if if the facts have come out yet and even if somebody even said something about it we don't even know how if that's even the real story about why chris went crazy in that car you know what i'm saying we don't know what the story is so i feel like for me there are there is a such thing as a lapse in judgment and there and there and people make bad decisions and so if it comes out that it's confirmed that Fab actually hit her in her head and had her teeth removed because of blows to the head. If he was if that was true, I would want to know more about the story for one. So I'm still neutral until I know more about the story. And I would need to have a feeling like Fab is remorseful to the point where he doesn't want to ever do that again. So what about so? A couple of weeks ago, I told a story about how I did this wedding, um, and um, while I was with the guys shooting pictures of the guys, um, they were playing music and they were playing like a whole bunch of old school stuff, and I was like, "Man, Mystical is underrated. Like, he should be like like some of his albums were like super dope." And they were like, "Yeah, but he is a convicted rapist, or yeah, I think it was rape, right?" Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah. And, and uh, they were like, and then, yeah, it happened twice. Okay. And they was like, that's why he's not in the top. Considered a top rapper. Or one of the Duh. greatest. Duh. And that made me feel bad for, like, championing for him. That's whack, though. Like, I, I, I do feel my like personal he's a dope life. rapper. But I was like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that shit. No, nah, nah, that me being a rapist does not take me out of being a top rapper. I'm not. This is this in, is in not what, about the, what, this is what, not about in, being a top gentleman. In what opinion, is, though? In what opinion, huh? though? Like, so I'm saying, like, when I say that, I mean, not just your opinion, but think about what the masses would think about. It. Like, can you still have that conversation about that guy as being one of the greats when you find out that he was also a 
he's out here he raping beat his women. wife yeah well wait 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 out here rape, raping women like a serial not, not saying that that's what mystical was but say your favorite rapper was a serial rapist yeah let's say he was a serial raper bro he's the top he's one of the greatest rappers who ever picked up a microphone but something was wrong with that man he had problems and i can't rep him as a person but when it comes to picking up a microphone and being on stage or going in the booth, he's one of the greatest to do it. I can separate those. That two. will so that's you as a person thinking about logistics. But most people will see that, and he'll always have that asterisk next to his name. That, that yeah, anytime yeah. they talk about him, they'll always say he was he he had he had dope flow. He he had told dope stories. He had the most charisma, but he was out here raping chicks. That's kind of hard for people to get past. But uh, that's like saying that's like saying Snoop can't be a top rapper because he was convicted for or not convicted. Sorry, sorry about that, Snoop. I didn't mean to say that he was on trial for a murder case. It's like, oh, he can't be the top now. He got an asterisk because he was in rapper's court for a murder case. People. Huh? Rapper's supposed to be killing people. He got a street. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. the case that they gave me, and he made a song they, about it. They they still talk about Jay Z being a drug dealer. Yeah, in the '80s, like okay, that's he bullshit. did that, but I don't like. But that, we're talking but, about right now. That's, today. that's not one of my. That's not one of my unexcusable crimes. Again, if it came out that Jay Z was out here raping little girls, I couldn't fuck with him no more. Period. Okay, so let let's say let's say that let's say that Jay Z's a pedophile, right? Let's say that he's he's. I would still have to say that he's one of the greatest rappers to ever pick up a microphone, but I don't want my kid, I don't want him being a role model in my household. He's not a role model. And you'll be cool with your so, kids listening to him? As long as he ain't talking about raping little girls in his music, I don't, it's, I, I separate Biggie talked it. about raping little girls in his music. Well, he didn't say and he you, did You don't it. stop listening to Biggie, he do you? He didn't say he did it. But he condoned it. <laughs> he condoned it, though. He condoned it. He was saying that this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess... But he rapped uh, about it. Nobody said that he actually was involved in it. Nah, because Twitter like wasn't that, out. So. Twitter wasn't out yeah. then, so... It had been a shitstorm if Twitter was out back then. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is that, man, uh, I'm, I'm not going to stop... I'm not going to stop liking this guy because he had a lapse in judgment, bro. A one-time one lapse in judgment. As long as he seemed remorseful. Now, if this is his MO, this is what he do... This is what he does all the time. He's like, man, bitches need to stay in their place. And if they don't, I'm gonna punch them upside their head till I knock their teeth out. It's like, bro, I don't, I can't rock with that. I don't, I don't live that kind of life. I don't know how that is. I, I can't, I can't rock with you like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't rock with him person. I wouldn't rock with him like personality wise. Would I stop listening to his old music? Uh, I don't know, because there is emotion tied with music, right? When you listen to people, when you listen to people's music, you you have an emotional connection with that person and that music. And maybe that will change the way I feel about his music, possibly. Um, if I'm listening to it and all I could think about is that he punches his girlfriend in the face, then it's like, well, damn, that really changed the way I feel about this music. Um, but just to just to flat out just say it, if we're talking about it in a conversation, hey, would you still listen to Jay Z if he raped little girls? Well, dog, if if he's not right now emotionally, I don't feel anything towards that. Maybe if I listened to the music and felt something emotionally, where I kept thinking about that, I was like I can't listen to him no more. But as long as he ain't rapping about it, bro, I, I'm separating the two. I stop fucking with her. 
I'm separating the two. I, 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 I wouldn't and, fuck with him no more, man. I could. And and I'm not and I'm not gonna stop fucking with Fab based on because some shit that happened in his because life. because every every uh, every um, listen I give his songs and vi- views I give to his his videos that will be putting money into the pockets of a of a somebody who was doing something bad, you know. So I couldn't I couldn't fuck with it no more, man. Okay, that's a good that's a good point. Should that person not get money now? No, they should shouldn't that get my person, money. Wait, wait, wait. They should they get not money. get money? Should they not get money for what they great at because of some things that they do in their personal life? Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be know, they should dog. they people shouldn't be supporting people who are doing very bad things, and especially if they've done it a lot and they show like this happened multiple times. Like, okay, so again, the Chris Brown thing, that needed a cool down cool down complete i'm good with him and people fucking with him now uh fabulous doing this one thing if it was a one one off thing cool down people could fuck with him again but so um i always champion um russell simmons russell simmons got people coming out left and right now saying that they were raped by him now yeah, flat now, out rape, bro. Like at first it was just sexual assault. Yeah. Now he's got people saying that he's flat out raping chicks. So so if any of this comes out as being true, I won't be riding for Russell no more. Russell so said some cool never, shit. You'll, ne- you'll never read his book again. Russell said some, none of that. has some hot lines in his book. He wrote a hot book. But uh I couldn't champion Dog, him. Like, that doesn't take away I, from I, the I, message. I, I, I would book, still, though. I would still take the positive things that I got from the book, and I would still use that. But I wouldn't be going out telling people, "Well, Russell Simmons said this, and Russell Simmons did that," and you know, right, right, whatever, Cause, whatever. Because other people wouldn't be able to take it. All other people would be able to see is that Russell Simmons. They wouldn't be able to separate the two. And so that's what I'm saying when you say that could he be a top rapper? Could could Fab or Jay Z be a top rapper? Or could Mystical be a top rapper? Or could Snoop be a top rapper? Uh, wouldn't they have an asterisk? Yeah, to the public because the public can't separate the two. And the public, uh, in that case, that's idiotic to me, dog. Say Russell Simmons is out here raping bitches, right? Let's say that all that shit is true. The shit that he put in his books is still knowledge and it's still good and it will still get people to be successful. So that doesn't mean take all his books off the shelf. You know what I'm saying? That's I didn't say take all the books off the shelf. I'm just saying I'm not buying no more of them. I get it. I get it. But with, with that same viewpoint that you're talking about, that type of energy right there is like, well, I'm not supporting it. And since I'm not supporting, maybe nobody else is supporting. No. If nobody's supporting I'm not saying it, what other people should do. I should just say what I would do. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I'm saying that that wouldn't stop me from reading that man's book. Okay. If 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 he had some if he had some viewpoints in there that that made sense because the way he acted in his personal life versus the information that he puts in his book to be a successful businessman or a successful person are two totally different things. That he if he was talking about you take bitches home and rape them, you take women home and rape them, them and their son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, I'm not rocking with that. So, I can't so read I no guess, shit like that. I guess my final point about that is it's just simply if a person is moving in a way that is against my morals, I can't support that person. Period. And anything that they do, I don't want to support that person. I can't okay. fuck with them. Uh, in this case, 
since it's so early, like we've said time and time again, I can't jump on it either side. I like both of them, Emily and Fab. And I hope something got confused in the way the story was told. And I hope it's just not the way that they... I hope it's not the way they put it out there to be. And I hope it's not worse than what they've put out so far. Okay. Now, with that being... So, so I would like to say that from my perspective, I feel like if you rock with a person, you rock with that person until you find out the facts. When you find out the facts... Is this who this person is? Did this person make a mistake? Do you think they'll do it again? If you feel like they'll do it again, you might want to step away from that person. Birds of a feather flock together. Uh, uh, association brings on assimilation. And perception is everything. So you keep rocking with that person. People are going to be looking at you weird. And that's not cool. So I'm with all that. I'm, th- that's how I feel about that. Now the other side of this is don't get it twisted. If it comes out to be true that Fab did this and he's convicted of it, I'm not going to be talking about free my nigga Fab. Homie got to do his time for what he, he got to. He's got to suffer the consequences. He shouldn't get anything any more lenient. And that's the thing that that kind of burns me is when you're cool with somebody, but you feel like, oh, man, well, they shouldn't get this. You know, they shouldn't get the consequences because this person is cool. He should definitely get the if he did anything wrong, he should definitely suffer the consequences the way that everybody else would suffer the consequences. It shouldn't be any more and it shouldn't be any less. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to this last thing real quick, man. Um, We had talked to I spoke to you a little bit about some shit that's been happening as far as. some things I've been observing with just the way men and women move. Yep. And I asked a question to you before. Um, well, I think we talked about this a little bit on the show about how guys are expected to be gentlemen and and what have you. And I was thinking, like, should women also be taught to allow men to be gentlemen? Um, the other day and what made me think of this is the other day I was talking to my son and I think I said this on the show before too every year at the beginning of the school year since my kids were in kindergarten I've told them the only thing I I would the only advice I would give them on the first day of school is be nice to the girls and don't let anybody fuck with you alright yep so my oldest he's almost in the seventh grade now so this is going to have to change for him a little bit and and the reason why it's going to have to change for him a little bit because uh he actually got into some little debate some heated argument i guess with some girl at at school um i guess she was saying something to him and he eventually yelled out to her to shut the fuck up (laughs) okay and talk that talk well and i'm like okay well she probably didn't need to shut the fuck up you know he didn't do anything to her but he told her to basically leave him alone i'm sure it escalated to shut the fuck up yeah right um and so now the oh and where'd you hear this from by the way the the school oh the school called you okay yeah and so and so now the new thing for him you know as he is older now uh, instead of being nice to the girls because he's 
I mean, he seems to have no problems, you know, making friends. And, you know, when I see him interact with kids from his school, it's, uh, you know, girls come and say hi to him. They smile, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, he's good. Um, but now I'm going to have to strengthen that advice a little more for him. And, and it's going to have to level up from just being nice to the girls to don't yell at girls. And you better not ever put your hands on a girl or I'll fuck you up. Okay. You can't win. Just run away. Just run away. If a girl starts trying to hit you, run away. And um, and the, the, the message behind that is basically trying to build him to a place to where he's not abusive to women is yeah. what it comes down to i don't want him to grow up thinking it's okay to be cussing at girls i mean we've seen it you know in high school and middle school where guys would be fighting girls that shit was never cool and you don't want them to grow up to be in a situation like we just talked about like with chris brown or fabulous if you're getting into a situation where you feel like you got to hit a girl or if a girl's trying to push on you and shit get the fuck out of there because you don't yeah. want to be put into a situation to where it's going to fuck up your your future your career you don't want to end up in jail just don't play that game yep um so I teach my my kids this, my boys this, but is anyone teaching girls this? Dog, remember we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. What we what, what we talked about was the fact that I was I was a little aggravated with all the talks about men can't hit women, boys can't hit girls. And my my I forgot what your reply was. I don't feel like you was in full agreement with me, but there's nobody teaching young girls that you should never hit a guy. Do not step to a man thinking that you're going to fight him. Nobody's teaching girls that shit. Right. And I'm teaching my daughter, don't put your hands on a man. Do not walk up to a man thinking that you can fight him. It's not acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Boys don't hit girls. Girls don't hit boys. Y'all shouldn't be fighting. And you have to teach the young women the same exact thing. Because the message that's getting lost is... We're trying to tell men you need to have more restraint because, you know, with 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 great power comes great responsibility. Like we just said, men are just naturally stronger. I don't care. Feminist women, what you say, that's just what the natural. That's what Mother Nature made it. That's what your God made it. If you believe that's just what it is. Men are stronger for the most part. Right. And so if you tell the boy that you can never hit a girl and the girl is not learning they can never hit a man they're gonna be walking up to him kicking him in the nuts yelling at him screaming at him screaming on him and how long is the man supposed to take that and at this point i'm talking human to human how long is a human supposed to take that and and i don't know so so women my need assumption to be taught the same thing my assumption is girls aren't taught that they're not and, and we talked we had a whole podcast and, and so and so to uh, expand on that podcast a little, I just I guess on a more of a lighter note, um, in, in general, I'm trying to teach my kids to grow up to be gentlemen. Yep. Right. And father year right there. Father the year. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> but as far as like being a gentleman, 
you know, we're always taught, like I was taught certain things. So let's say most of the gentleman type stuff, it, it happens like in a dating environment, right? And so yeah. I remember one of the early things I was taught is you're not supposed to, when you go to pick up a girl, well, first of all, you're supposed to go pick the girl up. That's, that's the debonair gentleman traditional way of doing things, right? And you shouldn't pull up to the house and honk. What? What? Wait, hold on. What? Can you Uber her to your house? Is that cool? Can you Uber? I mean, because times do times do change. What if you don't drive? Well, you yeah, that's Uber. that's the thing. So a lot of these are gonna be have changed since I was taught this. Like I was yeah. taught that you're supposed to drive up and you're supposed to knock on the door. You're, you're not supposed to go up there and honk your horn. Yeah. I don't think the, the Uber guy might honk the horn. I guess he will. I don't know. No, no, no. They get they get alerts. Oh, they get alerts. They yeah, get that's alerts. right. Yeah. Um, so they, they, so they don't got to honk the horn, horn or you can text them or whatever. But that's still some bitch shit. You're supposed to get up and knock on the door. So if the Uber pulls up, you still go knock on the door. You greet her at the door. She gets an alert or at least you get out the car and you're supposed to, what, open the door for her, right? Yeah. Are girls taught that or... In this age, they just they just open the door and themselves. And they just hop in, right? Uh, or should they still yeah. be? Should you still hop out and open the door? Mm, I, I think that um, I think as women get older, I think older women. I don't know if they're taught this at a young age, right? Because I don't know how many people want their daughter to actually be dating. So by the time they turn like eighteen. And I don't think they're taught. All right, he's supposed to open the door, so wait for that. Well, he's supposed to walk on the side of the street. He's supposed well, to put well, wait his a minute. jacket over. Wait a minute, but you're not supposed to say like when you're dating a boy, this is what you do. This is what so us as guys, this is what we should be inherently teaching our daughters, right? So we should like. Would it be our responsibility to tell them, okay? Or the mom's responsibility, like let your brother open the door for you, or say your brother should be walking on the outside of the street, you know, closest to the street. Does gotcha. that happen? And if it's not happening, why is that not happening? You know. You know what though? You know what though? Um, so, real quick, I had an epiphany. Right? Remember how we talk about how it's confusing nowadays because we have a lot of women empowerment talk as it should because women aren't the lesser of the two humans right they're equal okay and with that being said uh there's some women out there who don't like when men open the doors for them because they like i can get the door myself and it's like well this is confusing it used to be men should have yeah. chivalry men are supposed to treat women this way right well when do you do it when do you not do it and so I realized I had an epiphany. I realized when it's supposed to happen. It's really, really simple. You treat your woman like she's a queen. All these other chicks out here, treat them like a man. Basically, you treat them equally. So don't do anything that you wouldn't do for a man walking around for every woman. That's not either your mom, your, you know, a close family member or your woman. All these other women out here, you treat them like a man so if it's a if it's a woman stranger you treat her the same way you do a, a, a man stranger if so, you would open the door and allow them to walk in if you would do that for a man then go ahead and do it uh if, if it's a woman if it's a woman that's that's your friend you do the same shit with her that you would do with your so male at friends. the grocery would you, store would you open the door so the grocery store you open up the, the open up the door and the guys come in you would just let him get his own door or would you hold it open 
I would hold it open. I do it at work all the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If I'm by, if I'm walking with a guy, I, I don't. So for women, I used to like make sure I speed up to get to the door first to let them in. Or actually, I still kind of do that. So I just had this epiphany the other day. And so uh, I would speed up so I could go get the door for them. And they just co-workers. Why the fuck am I doing that, dog? But that's just because I learned to be a gentleman. I was taught to be a gentleman. I wouldn't speed up to open a door for a guy. If I'm at the door first, I open it and I let them go because that's just a courteous thing to do. So that's... And so, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, go so ahead. that's cool for you. And that's cool. Like your advice you just gave is great for guys, but guys are always taught this shit. Like I have a list here of things that guys are supposed to do. Uh, guys are supposed to open doors. They're supposed to pull out yep. chairs. They're supposed to order the food. I don't know if most women don't know that. Uh, I actually didn't know that until just uh, maybe a couple years ago that guys, like when you're ordering food, um, like he's not supposed to order like tell you what you're going to eat but like you have a discussion about what you're going to order and then he yep. orders it for you when uh-huh. the waitress comes uh guys supposed to pay for food guys should be you know after the date you guys are about to get robbed the guy's supposed to stand in front and protect you uh yep when you're walking down that street before you got robbed he should be walking closest to the street our women so so we teach our we teach our male children this or we should be and that's what happens most of the time. However, does anyone teach women to allow men to be gentlemen? You know, so if if I get if I get out the car, is anybody teaching the women to sit in the car until I come around and open the door? Um, if I end up lagging behind somehow, does a woman is a woman taught that they're supposed to wait to you know to go into the restaurant and I open up the yeah. door for them? Yeah, you know, does she know? Does anybody teach him uh, about the ordering food thing? Let a man be a man. That's not happening, and so I feel like that kind of takes away, you know, the whole chivalrous thing. That kind of takes away a man being a man on that. You know, when we're talking about these things on this level, it does. It takes away from that. But then again, letting a man be a man. What does that even mean nowadays? Because that means that don't complain oh, about why, the shit. Hold on. Why? Why? Why you gotta order for me? Why? Why would I let you order for me? I can order for myself. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, and it's just to be clear. Because, so I, I do, I do this as well. I do this as well. Where my wife and I will have a discussion about what we're eating. We talk about what we're eating, and then I'll go ahead and order the meal for the both of us after we've discussed it, right? And so Mm -hmm. there's some women, feminists, there are women out there, this this whole women empowerment conversation. Why do I need you ordering for me? I could do it for myself. Because they're always complaining about men not being gentlemen anymore. And people always talk about chivalry is dead. Maybe these are two different people that we're talking about. Maybe- And they probably are. Maybe these feminists are not the ones who are talking like this so maybe we should just excuse them from this conversation and let's yep, talk about that's fair let's talk about people that are a little more the, com- the common woman out yeah there. so let's talk about the common woman so the, to the common woman why are you not teaching your daughters this why are you not allowing men to be gentlemen because for a man to be a gentleman like you have to like you said you have to run up to open the door I'm yeah, not, that's true you know that, that's true and that's because the woman is not expecting you to they, they might not be expecting you to open a door and you want to you want to get there first to be the gentleman but if they were being taught that men are going to open the door 
then they wouldn't but then you know if women just sat in cars and women waited until you open a door they'll be bitches they'll be entitled bitches is what they'll be looked at i don't i don't think so i would look at it like this is a, a real woman who has certain expectations and um standards Oh yeah, definitely. You know, this this isn't like the common woman, like you said. Uh, this this isn't the woman who we can like. I should be taking this woman to a nice date. Then I should be treating exactly. this as a very nice date. Uh, I'm gonna put more effort into it. But if she's not, if it doesn't seem like she has um, the proper etiquette, I might not feel like I have to show you know show that no, same no. energy and like, that same etiquette you, like you, you bouncing around well, hold, 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 hold on because we've talked before like when i was out here i was dating some chick who um didn't have a car and uh whatever all of her shortcomings were you were like you know you shouldn't even be messing with her exactly right yeah and so that's because of what because she didn't really deserve not just because she didn't what have a you, car, but yeah, well, she didn't deserve what you brought to the table, right? Like she, the the the, the things that she would be rewarded with greatly outweigh what she's able so, to bring to the and, table. And so, and so, what I'm saying is, if they're not bringing that same energy, say, like on the date, I feel like I shouldn't have to show that much respect, just like that with that because I know this is a, a little look behind the scenes, but who cares? Uh, the 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 girl without the car who doesn't bring much value to the table is like well you know that could just be hit you could just hit that and keep it moving you bang out and go and so <laughs> that's, just- that's kind of where i would go on if i'm on a first date with the girl and she doesn't know how to be a woman i'm like well this ain't gonna be this ain't gonna grow into nothing why should i have to right. you know do all these gentleman type things these debonair things things and i know that this girl ain't good for nothing but you know just banging out exactly and i think we're saying the same thing when i was saying that you bouncing around i was saying that like you you're 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 speak you're you're choosing your words nicely fuck that you treat a hoe like a hoe because that's what she's asking to be treated like. Oh, Same yeah. thing with men. If if the men act like if he, if the men look like he ain't about shit or he act like he ain't about shit, you 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 treat him exactly the way he acts. And so, women deserve to be respected, especially when they command that respect, right? And so, women that don't command respect, you just treat them the way that they want to be treated, and that's just. I was gonna say top tip from the corporate streets. I don't know. If, yeah, I, I don't know if Jaren's gonna represent the same thing. I'm just gonna say that I'm, I'm respectful to all people. But if I was dealing with the woman, I'm locked down now, so this isn't me. But if I was dealing with the woman, uh, I would treat her the way she commands that respect. And so if she didn't command respect to have the doors open for her and such, I wouldn't treat her that way. Mm-hmm. And and that, and that's just with anybody. You respect all people first, but like going out of the way. I wouldn't go out of the way if that person didn't deserve that respect to be going out of the way for. So, um, but you know what though? Uh, really quick though, I just want to note that just because she didn't sit in the car and wait for the door to be open doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve that that chivalry. Maybe she never had it before. Maybe you're the first person that she's met that's willing to do it. And so 
if this woman is, you know, she's she's very respectful and respectable and brings a lot to the table as much as you bring in all other ways. Maybe you can help her by letting her know that, hey, this is the way I would love to treat you. Yeah. If you sit in the car and wait, I'll open the door. And for I've you. seen that before where I've actually been complimented on being a gentleman as if it was shocking, if it was something that's never happened before, you know. Um, and I don't know if that tells a story about the kind of guys she was she had dealt with in the past. You yep. know, if they were all scumbags or if she just wasn't raised that way. Um, but, I mean, I was thinking, like, is that okay? Or is it, is that a guy's job to teach a grown woman how to be a woman and how to let a man be a man? Uh, I mean, if, if you want to be with that person, if she's got 95% of the qualities she that she's lacking it. here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then I would want to do effort. it. Another thing I want to note, though, is maybe you don't sit the woman down as a kid and tell her that this is what you're supposed to do. Uh, I've been listening to I listen to Dame Dash's book, Culture Vultures, and he made a very good point. He he cooks for his daughters. He opens doors for his daughters. He treats his daughters the way that they're yeah. supposed to be treated. And he does that because when she gets with a knucklehead that's not cooking for it, that's not open the door, that's not treating her like a queen, she's like, yo. Even my dad does this. Like, why would I be with you and you don't even open the door for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the way you teach your daughters inadvertently is you pamper her and you take care of her and show her that she deserves to be treated away. And you have I'm to kind of. I was gonna say, and you have to find. You might have to find alternate ways of doing that because every. I mean, especially in this day and age where there aren't men in the households. Um. You know, you might have to use the little brother to do it. You know, you, okay. you, you teach them both basically. Like, like, I was like I was say, saying, like I was saying, like with, like say with your kids, you can be teaching your kids this all at once. True. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be you that's doing it, but it can be. You know, you can be having them. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in between on that though because uh, I don't, I don't want to teach it in a way that my sons believe that they got to do this for all women you know what i'm saying so at first when you said what? like you might have your little brother opening the door you know you, you might have the brother opening the door for the sister right. that to me that could be kind of confusing and teaching them inadvertently teaching them they should be doing that for everybody when they shouldn't but then again they should do it for the people that they care about why not you know what i'm saying huh why not because now you're you're um it's cool to be courteous, but you don't want to make a feel you don't want to make a person feel like they're lesser. And so women can take it as feeling like they are lesser. How come I can't do this? I can do this myself. Because that's what I'm that's in, what society's told us what gentlemen do. I mean, if they feel like they're being lesser, well now you're you're treading on the the uh into the feminist side of things. And we ain't talking about them. We we talking about right. remember, we talk about the common women. So if you're gonna feel some way that a guy has opened the door for you. Again, you're not in this conversation. True, true. We're not talking about you. you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you could you could have cut the you could have cut the podcast off a couple of minutes a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real. I think I think the so I'm still figuring it out myself. Uh, with my epiphany, like I said, I'm I'm gonna be as courteous as I would be for women and men. I'm gonna treat them equally. The only person I'm going out of the way for are the women that I'm close to, that I love closely. And so I'll I'll do extra for them. Other than that, 
women out in the regular women out in the street is gonna get the same courtesy that I would treat any other guy. And I'm definitely not saying open the door for a co like open the car door for a coworker. I'm not saying that. Because at that point, your your woman or your wife might feel like, well, why does she get the same treatment that I get? They don't feel your woman wouldn't feel special. Well, even if you didn't even have a woman, I mean, I just don't feel like that's 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 not something you should be doing for if you're a single person y'all all everybody's single and involved and you're not on a date and it's just a co-worker going to lunch with you you don't got to open the car door for her but when you when you tell your son that they should be opening the door for girls but that's little kids those are little kids i ain't saying like like they'll figure that out eventually just like i said there was levels to the being nice to girls thing and now we've escalated it to something different they will, I'm just saying they will get it's, that it's, at some point. It becomes confusing because like all these rules and shit that we talk about society places that nobody explains the rules when when they say that there are gender or there are roles in I don't think hold on, when they when they say that there's there's roles in the household that women should be cooking and cleaning and men should be fixing the cars and taking care of the house and all that there's no rules to that. They just tell you that that's the way it should be when really it's really not supposed to be that way. Those activities have to be done, but it doesn't have to be that men do this and women do this. It's more of in this particular situation, you make it up however it needs to be done. You know there's, what I'm saying? There, there's 18 to 20 years. As far as the men confused, there's 18 to 20 years for them to figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm just going to try to teach them all this in one day and send them out into the world and i never yeah, i'm, you know, I'm 35 you know, and i told you i'm 35 i just i told you i just had the epiphany I, i'm confused about when i should be opening the door and when i shouldn't like should i be walking up faster to open the door for the woman co-worker i just did that shit last week i just let this past work week i pick you know and choose i pick and choose who i open the door for so for the cute chicks then basically you <laughs> for, for the cute chicks and black chicks i'll open the door for them yeah yeah so that's what that's all i'm saying is yeah they got time to figure it out but i'm 35 and i'm still confused because there there is no hard line on it nobody sat me down and talked to me about it i just had the epiphany this week that you know what i'm not doing anything more that i wouldn't do for a man that that i work with yeah why would i do anything more so all right man you could be listening to anyone in the world however you listen to us and we definitely appreciate it Jaren says it's the only media you should be listening to. You listen to homie. But hey, you know what I'm saying? If you got other stuff that you listen to, you cheating on us, that's cool. Just make sure that we're in a rotation every week. We have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. It's dope. Check it out. We read the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And we went through every single law. We gave great examples. It's a great list. Go check it out. If you want to email us, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com is how you find us. We are the advice connoisseur, so if you need help handling a situation, drop us a line, and you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who rock $300 pumps with a Fashion Nova outfit. Peace. You spent all your money on your shoes, you got to get a discount somewhere. I get it. Uh, I don't even know what Fashion Nova is. Is that that a low-end thing or Oh uh, well, that's it. It's an online. They they're all over Instagram. Online, it's a. Uh, they say it's great quality, but it's really really cheap. Clothes for women. Hmm. So okay, they're like the new Forever Twenty One or something. Like Rainbow. All right. No, no, they better than Rainbow though. They better. Than Rainbow. We out.